Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Dr. Alan Leica, and I'm on the Transform You live show. Hi, and I'm Harriet Tinker, and I'm also on the Transform You live show. Hey, welcome to the Transform You live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor. What if I told you about a way you could earn great money all while becoming healthy? Sounds good, right? Just visit our friends over at joinfunbiz.com and see what all the buzz is about. You can start this amazing opportunity part-time or full-time with one of our team members right by your side every step of the way. We need motivated people just like you to follow our proven success system and help us expand our fast-growing company. That's joinfunbiz.com. Why go anyplace else? You can work from home get paid instantly offering over 80 natural organic and cbd products that people are buying every day our team loves to have fun get free training and full 24 7 support we even offer a free marketing system to help you sell your products why not take a free tour at www.joinfunbiz.com and see if this program will work for you be an independent contractor work your own hours and have fun creating a business that generates a cash flow for you. What are you waiting for? Positions are filling up fast. Take a chance on your future and live the life you've only dreamed about. Get signed up at joinfunbiz.com today. Make great money, get strong, healthy, and self-healing. Hello, my people, my people, my people out there in cyber world, somewhere in podcast world, and those who are stumbling across here and don't know how you got here, we welcome you anyway, especially those who are transformers and returning subscribers. We thank you. This is the Transform You Live show, the only show where you can make real life transformation harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Today, we got some wonderful guests here that I am just dying to talk to and I know you guys are looking forward to meeting as well. Uh, these wonderful guests here today, uh, they have an incredible story. Dr. Ellen Lackey and Harriet Tinka share harrowing and traumatic escapes from death. His from a uh, misdiagnosis of what he was told was a terminal illness and she from a nearly fatal kidnapping and beaten by a stalker. Together and individually, they faced their experiences with courage and found inspiration in each dawn and day. Dr. Alan Lackey is best known as one of the leading cosmetic dermatologists in the world and is now acknowledged as a leading expert in living a fantastic life and turning points. He is a transformational speaker, thought leader, coach, and mentor. Harriet, of course, a gorgeous formal runway and magazine model, found new life as a transformational speaker, passionate life coach, blogger, chartered professional accountant, football official, and an ultra marathon runner. 
Dr. Alan Lackey and Harriet have teamed up together to put their wisdom to have you glean through their traumas into a beautiful and powerful new book, The Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life, The 13 Golden Pearls Within. And they are here today to share some of those secrets of living a fantastic life with us. So we are joined with them right now. Hello, Harriet. Hello, Dr. Alan Lackey. Hello. Hey, How are you, Marcus? How are you today? Oh, I'm definitely fantastic. It is a, truly a pleasure to, to have you guys with me. And uh, I'm just looking forward to this awesome conversation here. So uh, let's start with a qu question that I'm sure both you guys can share and uh, tell in respectively. Um, well, let's start with Dr. Alan Lackey first. What is your transformation journey from where you started to where you are now? You know, it's a long journey, and but it's been a journey that's had many ups and downs and turning points. My journey started in this phase when I was in walking in Disneyland, the happiest place on earth with my wife, Lucy. It was late in the day, and she turned to me and she said, what's wrong with you, hun? Well, for once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. So I was a little perplexed. She said, really, what's wrong with you? And I, I, she was a sound of concern. You know, she said, your foot, it's not working right. And I said, I noticed, and I had suddenly developed a foot drop on my right side. You know, your brain is programmed for your foot to step normally. My brain wasn't working right. My foot was dropping with each step and slapping on the pavement. So then she turned to me and she said, you know, when we get back, you better get this checked out. Now, when your wife says that to you, you know you better listen or you got something coming to you. So when I got back, I got it checked out. I saw thousands of doctors. They looked at me. They gave me every test known. I had brain scans. I had CAT scans. I had scan scans. Oh, and you wow. know, Marcus, what they showed at the end of the day? What, what did they show? They showed nothing, absolutely nothing. The doctors were perplexed. They thought I had a brain tumor or they thought I had a slip disc, but there was nothing on all those tests. So I kept looking and looking and looking. And finally, I found myself on the doorstep of a world-known neurologist. A neurologist is a specialist in the nerves. They're the guys that are supposed to have all the answers for these funny diseases. Right. Well, I went there and I said, I came in and he said, Dr. Leica, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, what do you mean sitting down? I've got a dropped right foot. He says, you have something else. He said, you have Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. It's mm. a terrible disease. And in six months, you're going to be dead. Get your affairs in order. Now, I was taken aback by that, Marcus. I, I wasn't ready for a diagnosis like that. I, I, I shot back. Can you prove it? He said, of course, on autopsy. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, Marcus, when you go through something like this, you through go through phases. You through go through anger. You can bite your head off nails. You through go through bargaining. Oh, God, don't let this happen. I'll do anything. You go through depression. Uh, you, you get depressed in a moment's time, and you go through denial. No, this isn't happening to me. There's no way. I, there's no. But, you know, Marcus, I knew deep down inside of me that I didn't have this terrible disease. I didn't know what I had. So I talked to my wife and she said, well, you're smart. You figure it out. And I said, okay, well, the doctors can't figure it out. I guess I have to. 
So I, I started looking around. This was 2003. You know, back then they just invented something that you might have heard of. It's called the internet. You heard of that <laughs> thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was just starting in 2003, but it was primitive. We didn't have Dr. Google back then. We just had, we, to get on the internet, you had to phone, dial up with a phone. And, right. and you only, the computers had no memory. So you had to use a language called DOS to get on. And, you know, I had computer nerds that were friends, thank goodness, because they helped to get me on. And I started looking. I started to look for all diseases that looked like ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, but were not ALS. And I found a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by the name of David Martz. David had a story very similar to mine, but he got worse much more rapidly than I did. And he was on his deathbed within a few months. Now, he was very well known. So doctors from around the world were coming to say goodbye to him. And a doctor from Texas came up and was at David's bedside and said, you know, David, there's something wrong with this picture. I don't think you have ALS. I don't think you have Lou Gehrig's disease. David whispered, because that's all he could do. He said, what do I have? The doctor said, I think you have something called chronic Lyme's disease. That's the bite of a tick. And it causes a disease that looks just like ALS. David said, well, that's interesting. What do I do? The doctor from Texas said, you don't have to do anything. Just take the medications I'm going to give you. And you know, just like Lazarus, David rose from the dead. He was dancing, he was talking, he was doing everything. So I knew I had to get in touch with David. So I phoned all the hospitals in Colorado Springs, and I caught up with David at the Methodist Hospital. And he, he was there. He said, okay, let's talk. And I talked to him, and he said, can you come down? I said, David, I can't. He said, why? It's Thanksgiving weekend. Our Thanksgiving weekend's before yours. It's on Columbus Day. And my wife had kindly arranged for 50 people to come over to our house. So I said to him, I can't. He said, well, aren't there any planes in Canada? You can get down here if you want to. So with that needling, I knew I had to come down, Marcus. Yeah. So I talked to my wife and she said, of course you must go. If something can help you, you must go. Go. So I got on a plane from Edmonton to Denver. It was a great flight. Then I got on a terrible flight from Denver to Colorado Springs. It's late in the day, and the air off the desert causes that plane to drop over and over and oh, over yeah. again. You ever been on the drop of doom? Oh, yes. Well, this is the drop of doom <laughs> times 20, times 30, and it kept on going on. So that 15-minute flight, I crawled off the plane. And you know, there was a miracle that happened. There was David on the tarmac to meet me. Back in 2003, that was allowed. David was a well-known doctor. He had a friend that was coming. He drove his car right onto the tarmac and met me. So we talked. We talked for hours. And David said some magical words. He says, I think history is repeating itself. You know, that's, uh, those were magical words. And he said, I think I can make you better, he said. So I started on treatment and I stayed as one of the top cosmetic doctors in the world for a number, a number of years. For another 16 years, I led the pack. Now, the thing about that is this. Uh, when you go through something like this, Marcus, you change. You either become hard, you become bitter, you become angry, or you choose another path. You realize you've been given a second chance. You've been given an opportunity to live a better life. And I chose that second path. And along the way, I met this wonderful lady by the name of Harriet Tinka, 
and I'm going to let her tell the story of how we met. Awesome. Greatly beautiful. Well, so, well, so that brings us to Harriet, you know, so Harriet, you know, we heard an awesome, you know, um, remarkable story from Dr. Lackey. So tell us, tell us about, you know, your own story, you know, and, you know, and we can weave these two together. Oh, you bet. I'm happy to share my story with your audience. So for me, even today, it's hard to believe that I'm a domestic violence survivor. Because here I was, an international model, walking the runways, full of confidence, yet I was a victim of, of a stalker. So my story really begins when I had just retired from my modeling career. I had walked the runway and I decided I needed to focus on my formal education. So I decided to enroll at the university and it was at the university that I befriended a friend who little did I know that his attraction to me would end up being, uh, would end up being deadly. But I was your typical domestic, uh, domestic victim. I was young, I was naive, I was, and I didn't know the signs of uh, an abusive relationship, yet I trusted him with my life. And as I get to know him, we spend a lot of time together, and he started becoming very, very abusive. He would yell, he would scream, he would even sometimes even slap me, but then he would apologize later on. And I thought, oh, life is good. He apologized. So I went on with it. So I was confusing this abusive relationship for love. Now it got to a point where he was just too abusive and he was stalking me everywhere I went. So I got a restraining order against him. So when that happened, I was, I was relieved. I was, okay, I can now go on with my life. So one evening I was at the university. I had finished my project. So I decided to go home. It was a little bit late, maybe around 11 or so. I walked into the elevator, but I wasn't really paying attention to who was in the elevator. I was really looking at looking for my keys. Anyway, mm-hmm. as I'm looking down in my keys, I felt uh, somebody grabbing me behind on my neck. Mm-hmm. And I started to scream and he silenced me and told me, how dare I get a restraining order against him? He's wow. the only man who'd ever love me. How would, why would I do something like that to him? So he grabbed me out of the elevator. He took me as he's hitting me into his vehicle. And we started mm. driving across the, the neighborhood. And we kept driving. And we got to a very isolated area. And there we saw a telephone booth. And at this point, neither one of us had a cell phone. So he... He told me to get out of the car and go call my parents and say goodbye to them because this would be the very, very last time that they would ever see me again. And at that point, I said, no, I wasn't going to do it. He was very, very angry at me saying no to him. So he yelled and said, in the back of the vehicle, I have a rope, a knife and gasoline. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. I am going to wrap your body up, cut your body in pieces, and set your body on fire. Now are you going to call your parents? I looked at him, and again, I said no. So he got very, very, even more angry than he was earlier. So he, he pushed me off and grabbed a knife in the, from the glove compartment, and he stabbed me on my left thigh twice. Wow. And at that point, there was blood everywhere. It was gushing everywhere. And... I blacked out. And even today, I still don't remember what I did or how I got from that point to how I got to the hospital. So I woke up, I looked around and my father and the doctor were standing there. And the doctor told my father and also told me that chances of, chances of me walking again would be probably impossible. Or if I do walk, it would take a long time because a bone had been chipped in my leg mm. and I would have to heal again. So when I had the news, it was very depressing because not too long ago, I was a model walking the runway full of confidence. And now I was a cripple, depressed. So the only thing that separated me from my confidence and my depression was my trauma. That was it. I started questioning myself, asking why me, you know, you go through those emotional uh, conversation, that internal dialogue. And I had to start healing. I couldn't stay in that place for too long. So I had to start getting physiotherapy. So while I was in the waiting room one day, waiting to get my physiotherapy, a little girl comes in and a lot of the details are in the book. So she comes in, she asked me what I'm doing. I, of course, I, I didn't want to talk to her. She just wanted her to leave me alone. Anyway, she wouldn't leave me alone. And I told her my story and she shared her story. And at the end, she told me I needed to go out there and inspire the world with what had happened to me to make a difference. But at that point, I really didn't know what she meant by that. But life is about connecting the dots. It's about seeing where you are and where you've come from and how you're transforming. And it's not about what happened to me and, and that. It's about my tragic turning into magic. I decided to use my story to inspire the world. So for me, I don't use my trauma to play the victim card. I use it to impact the world and tell them just because you've been, you've been hurt, you've suffered, it doesn't mean you have to be a victim. Use it to move forward. Wow, that is truly remarkable. And, you know, the, the most incredible thing about, you know, you know, both of these stories is that, you know, what really, really like um, – made a huge turning point for both of you guys where like, you know, were people that like gave you guys that, that extra push, you know, for you was the young lady, uh, for you was the doctor that said, come on down, you know, do it today. <laughs> Don't delay. And, you know, just those decisions, you know, the, you, you know, you both, you both, you both had a choice, you know, uh, in your, in your recovery, 
you know, uh, in your recovery, you know, like the, the real, the real peak of your recovery. And this is truly remarkable. Is it fair to say that for both of you? Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. It was our turning point, our transformational point, And we, either we had a choice, we, like you said, we could either stay where we are and feel sorry for ourselves or just let it go and move forward. And you know, what happened to me was this, is I started giving back. And one of the things that I gave back was I sponsored an award for the YWCA called yes. the Women of Distinction Award. And there was this young lady by the name of Harriet Tinka that happened to apply to be a woman of distinction. Tell us about that, Harriet. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> so Dr. Like, as he said, he was a big philanthropist. And this event was for recognizing women in the community who had made an impact, either in business or in the community or whatever you did was recognized. So the category that I was nominated in was called the turning point. So what that was is what using your life to impact the community. And I had created a huge difference with, with uh, working with young women and working with young girls. So at the end, there was a lot of women who were nominated in that category but I ended up being the recipient of that award. I was honored and excited. And I also got to meet Dr. Laika. And when I I asked him if we could go for lunch and I bought him lunch as well. Let me not (laughs) let him forget. You be very careful when a beautiful young lady buys you lunch. There's always (laughs) something that she wants. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I did. I wanted to know more about him, what made him tick. And I found out, that he had also a story, almost not, not the same story because it's not about comparing stories. His yeah. story was just as traumatic. And we said, hey, maybe one day we'll write a book. And that was about four years ago. And here we are, four years later, <laughs> we came up with the secrets to living a fantastic life. Yes, I love it. You know, uh, you know, when somebody just thought it out there, we should write a book together. You, you never know if it's for real or not. <laughs> <laughs> but when, but when you know, but like, but you know, but when you have two remarkable, compelling stories, how can you not, you know, um, move away from that, you know? So, 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 with this in mind, you know, do we embrace trauma, or do we reject it and avoid it at all costs after it happens to us? And this is a very easy question. This is like a kindergarten question. <laughs> well, I'm going to start that one, but I, I'm going to say, you know. Trauma is going to happen. Life is going to happen. Things happen to us. But it's not what happens to us. It's what we do with what happens. You know, COVID is on right now when we're being asked to stay in our houses and away from people. Well, but look at what else we're doing. I'm reaching out to you in Milwaukee, and I'm up here in Edmonton, and I'm doing it by this means of artificial communication, this wonderful world we're in. So we found ways to transcend the barriers that are out there. We found ways to overcome them. And, and I'm going to let Harriet finish off that idea. She, this is the thing we found that's so beautiful in our relationship, is I can start a statement, and she almost has the words to finish it off for me. <laughs> you bet. Now, pain is really, pain is a teacher to make us appreciate happiness. And that's a part of the reason we use the golden pearls to symbolize our lives. Now, the way the golden pearls are formed is it's actually a sea oyster that can be found in Indonesia and the Philippines. 
and it's a yeah. very special sea, sea oyster. So what happens basically, there's a foreign luster that goes into the shell of the sea oyster. And this luster begins to irritate the shell of, of, uh, of the oyster. And as it's irritating, it builds a beautiful golden pearl. And that's how it's formed. So the suffering that the, the oyster goes through turns out into golden pearl. So our, our lives are very symbolic of that. The pain and suffering became so beautiful. So we've used the golden pearls to symbolize our lives. That is beautiful. You know, um, hey, and I, hey, that's something I never knew. Um, I, that is a real, real, uh, real purposeful, purposeful, um, you know, metaphor to use. So, you know, you you have these different golden pearls here. So, which which are you guys' favorite? And uh, tell tell us a little bit more about you know uh, the the ones you guys choose as your favorites. If you know, you guys, we both you have diff- we both have different favorite pearls, Marcus. So. Yes. I, I'm going to start off with one, and then I'll let Harriet do, do hers. Is that okay? That's oh, you fine. bet. <laughs> right, okay, I'll start first this time, because Harriet always likes to get the last word in, and I always That's have right. to get the word in before her sometimes. Otherwise, I can't get it in. Uh, you know, one of my favorite pearls is laughter. Marcus, do you like to laugh? Oh, I love laughing. <laughs> okay, well, I, I make myself laugh intentionally sometimes. <laughs> you know, and I think that's one thing that's remarkable about the human being is that we can laugh at things. You know, the hardest thing to do is laugh at yourself, but it makes us feel better when we do that. When catastrophes happen, if we could laugh at it, that's that's really good. But it brings our mind and body together better than anything else. It helps our soul literally heal in a second. And you know, scientists have discovered laughter, Marcus, and they've studied it. Mm. Did you know they've studied the world's funniest joke? Yeah, I, I recall something like that. Well, let me let me tell your audience the world's funniest joke, if that's okay with you. Okay, no problem. I'll there was a doctor by the name of Richard Wiseman that that rated all jokes in the world. He got all the jokes together and got people to rate them. And this is the funniest joke that he came out with. There were two hunters. They were out in the woods. Uh, They were walking way out in the woods and one fell down. He looked like he was dead. He wasn't moving. So his buddy shakes him. Wake up, Bailey, wake up. He didn't move. So he goes and phones 911. You know, those cell phones can go anywhere these days. And he phones 911. He calls the operator. Operator, 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 help me. My buddy is dead. The operator said, okay, sir, calm down. Please calm down. This happens all the time. You know, first, first you've got to do some things. He said, first make sure he's dead. So the phone drops down. All of a sudden, you hear a loud click and a tremendous bang. He gets back on the phone and he says, okay, operator, he's dead. What do I do next? He shot him. (laughs) Isn't that terrible, Marcus? Isn't that that a terrible joke? That is a very terrible joke. That is rated as the best joke. Wow. I, I think the reason why it's rated in it is this. It's the preposterous things in life that make us laugh. Have you ever laughed at somebody on TV slipped on a banana peel? Yeah. (laughs) Why? I mean, that's preposterous. (laughs) Yet yet it's funny because it shouldn't happen, right? They should walk around the banana peel, not slip on it. Right. That's the thing about laughter. It's Mm -hmm. the preposterous things that make us laugh. 
It, otherwise, we'd be crying. We'd be devastated by it. We'd be totally destroyed by it. But, you know, laughter is what saves us from that destruction. Indeed. I okay? love that. I love that. that is okay. So I'm going to let Harriet tell us her favorite. <laughs> you bet. I'm still laughing at that. <laughs> so for me, um, someone once said that the two most important days of your lives is when you were born or, and the other, and the second day is when you find out why. So for me, I find the most important and my favorite golden pearl is purpose. And Dolly Parton, I'll paraphrase her. She says, everybody has a purpose. And I believe that to be true. Now, the Japanese have also discovered the secret to figuring out what your purpose is. And they call it the ikigai. And what the ikigai means in Japanese is reason for being. And when you're trying to figure out what your ikigai is, you have to ask yourself four intentional questions. So number one is, what is it that you love to do? And what is that something you can do? Even if they didn't pay you for it, you'll still do it. So that's number one. Number two is, what are you good at? Sometimes you don't know what you're good at. It's probably better to ask your friends. Maybe you help them with something that you're really good at. Maybe you're a good listener. You could become a psychologist or a social worker, or you could even be a, a professional speaker. So that's question number two. What do you love to do? And I'm sorry, what are you good at? And then number three, what does the world need? Or what does your community need? Now with the COVID going on, there's a reason what we, there's something in the community that is needed. Figure out what that is. And then the very last one, what is it that you can do and still get paid for? So those are the four questions. What do you love to do? What are you good at? What does the world or your community need? And what is it that you can do and get paid for? Once you find your ikigai, you feel fulfilled and you have a purpose. Yeah, that, that, that is very beautiful. You know, uh, both of those together, you know, um, make, make for a great recipe for what we call joy. You know, you, you have great joy and satisfaction out of life. Uh, which makes for, you know, um, you know, compose, you know, when you get grab all, hold to the other 10, you know, that, and that, that is your secret for a fantastic life indeed, you know, so, you know, um, I love, I love those, you know, um, those are great choices indeed, you know, you need, you need both, uh, you know, um, those are very important. Uh, so, but, you know, going back to uh, hanging on to purpose just a second here, you know, um, you know, especially in a time like now, you know, you, you, you bring up uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic. Um, how can it be very beneficial in a time like now? Uh, I, I heard you say it, you know, but, you know, uh, Dr. Lackey, you know, um, what, what were your thoughts on it? You know, let's, let's hear what let me, you... Let me, let me try and enunciate those, Marcus, for you. You know, this is a time when we're going through great strife. We're going through great, great times that are very hard on people. There are a lot of people unemployed. There are a lot of people dying. There are a lot of people that have family members that are affected in this. 
No. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Remember, our main saying is it's not what happens with you, it's what you do with what happens. And, and I think in your own community, Marcus, there's probably somebody that you can help today, somebody that you can reach out and do something for that you wouldn't regularly do. You know, there's lines at the food bank that are miles and miles long that need help. People need food right now. People, your next door neighbor might not have a car and he can't get his groceries. Maybe he can't get his medications. Maybe there's something you can do like mow their lawn. Maybe you can just share your smile with them and maybe that world's greatest joke with them just to make them laugh. Maybe there's something you can do to make that world better. And I'm going to challenge your audience to go out there and do something for somebody today that you wouldn't regularly do. You know, I've been following the news and there's been some terrible things that went on with a young black person dying in the last little while. But you know, the only way we can bridge these gaps is through love, not hate. And we really need to have more love, not hate. Martin Luther King was a real great person to bridge those gaps with love and show what love is. And I think we got to get back to that love again. We got to get back. You know, Mahatma Gandhi was once asked, during the times that were going on, when a Hindu person and a Muslim person uh, were living together, and one of their sons got killed. And the Hindu person killed the Muslim person's son. The Hindu person went to Mahatma Gandhi and said, how can I get through this? I did something wrong. Mahatma Gandhi said, you must take that person's other child and raise it as a Muslim. You're a Hindu but you must raise that child as a Muslim. That way you will give back for all the harm that you have done. You will give back for all this hardship you've created. And you know, this is the things that we have to realize. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. There's a greater meaning from this. You know, love is one of the few things that if we give, we get more back of. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, hate is as well, but love is the greater of the two. And if we give more, we will get more back. That is so powerful, you know, uh, and you, you, you speak with some, some very, you know, uh, great, you know, words of uh, encouragement. You know, you speak from a place of love and, you know, and, and speaking great peace, you know, something that's re real needed right now. We, we thank you for that. Um, you know, you know, but, just to just to move a little further here, you know, and uh, and thinking about the barriers that we are faced with right now, um, you know, if we can 
you know, look even larger here. Uh, the glass ceilings to break, and many other things we, you know, whom we haven't received, um, you know, and those who haven't received this message of hope that uh, we we are given right now. Um, what is what exactly is a fantastic life, you know, and how can we create that, uh, and you know, and and, and reach that uh, when when all of this is happening. You know, I, I know, I know it's, we, we are sounding cliche right now. <laughs> I'm going to start and let Harriet finish. So, yeah. And to me, as the fantastic life that you create every day, you know, I wasn't supposed to be here in 2003. I was supposed to be many, many feet under the ground pushing up daisies right now. So every day that I have, I'm thankful for, and I try to make the most of it. I try to make the best of it. And I think that's what we must do. And the golden pearls that we found are inside of every one of us. And each one can take those golden pearls. Even if they concentrated on just one, they'd have a fantastic life. Harriet, go ahead. I agree with that. And everybody's fantastic life is going to be different. We're not going to have the same fantastic life. And one of the things that everybody goes through is that sense of worrying. And that's under the attitude. Attitude is really is a mindset it's really a mindset now one of the biggest thing that everybody's worried about is 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 what am i going to do what they did a study on how much we worry now 40% of the things we worry about will never happen it will be basically you worried if i go to california i'm going to get stuck in a fire because there's a lot of fires there so that's 40% and 30% is things that have happened in the past that, that nothing you can do. For example, you type up that email and you send up to the whole entire office, but it meant to go to one person. There's nothing you can do. So <laughs> yeah. don't worry about the past. <laughs> right. That's 30%. And 12% is basically things that you wake up in the morning and you have a little rash on your hand and you think, oh my goodness, I have skin cancer. You go through to Mr. Google and he confirms it or Mrs. Mrs. Google. So those are things that are unreasonable. It increases your level of worriness. And then there's those miscellaneous worries like, oh, what am I going to cook tonight? If I go to Walmart, it'll be closed if I don't leave right now. And that's about 10%. So that makes up about 92% of the things we worry about will never happen, which means only 8% will happen. So the key here is control your controllables. Don't worry about things that are not going to happen. Because if you can't control them, there's nothing you can do about it. Focus on what really, focus on the legitimate worries. And you know the word fear itself is an eponym. It is, it's, the letters are F-E-A-R. And they stand for false expectations appearing real. Fear. So if you look at that word itself, false expectations appearing real is what it all means. Now, we can easily overcome those false expectations by realizing that we could take some actions that make them fear false. And simple uh, power for fear is to take an action, do something small, a baby step, simple, simple thing to do. Wow, you guys are really dropping some value nuggets here, you know, well, in this case, some golden pearls. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, we, I'm really loving this conversation here. 
you know, um, very valuable here. You know, uh, speaking of fear, you know, um, you know, sometimes we have this, this real strange, um, bad relationship with fear and death. Uh, and just speaking of, you know, uh, Dr. Lackey, you, 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 you had the message, you have a, you had a message given to you that like, Hey, you know, you didn't have very long. Um, so should we fear death? If no, you know, how do we create, and then and you as well, Harry, you know, you were, you were, you were there. Uh, so, you know, no, death is a very realistic thing. It's going to happen to all of us. There's only two things that are real in life, death and taxes. And I don't know which is better sometimes, especially in the tax season that's going on right now. But the point is this, okay? Something is going to happen. We're all going to die sometime. Yeah. But we already are given life. We are already given that opportunity to do it better. So why not take it and seize it and live it to the best that we can? You know, I do not know where when I'm going to go. I do not know when my master is going to call me. But when it comes, I'm going to be ready for it. But in the meantime, I'm going to do the best I can to make this the best life I can. I'm going to do the best to influence as many people I can to give them the best lives they can. And at the end of the day, I'm going to be better for it. I'm going to be happier for it. And I know so many other people are going to take that message and take it further. You know, when I met young this young Harriet Tinka and how she took my message and took things and is taking it into a whole group of young ladies now and making it even stronger and taking our words and taking it to other groups of people as well. And I know that along the way, there will be other people that will pick up the shield and do this and do something fantastic with this as well. And, and I want people to realize it is a fantastic life. It is the life you make of it. So if you choose a bad life, it's going to be a bad life. If you choose a good life, it's going to be a great life. Try and make it the best possible. You know, it was uh, Mohatma Gandhi again that said, if you're a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper that you can. Well, that's what I'm going to challenge everybody to do, to be the best at what they can, do what they can, find their ikigai and be the best they can. Yeah, It'll right. be the wonderful world that they'll have. Yeah. I like that. I like that yeah. indeed. Go ahead, Harriet. Yeah, I was just going to add, um, Dr. Like is really, he's been my mentor in everything that I've done and he's really inspired me. And that's part of the reason we've written this book. And uh, in, our, in our book, we have conversations and we have stories and parables and that sort of thing. Now, to, to your question, you, you said, should we fear death? Uh, and somebody once told me, when you die, what would you like to be on your tombstone? <laughs> I, I never thought about it. So my answer to that question was, I would like it to say, even though I lay down in peace right now, my work, my legacy is not done. I want people to continue with my legacy, which is to help people have this fantastic life. I want everybody to wake up every day feeling fulfilled and living their own fantastic life. And the biggest thing, as we said, is right now with the COVID is the fear. Now, in our, in our book, we have a story of a little Ethiopian boy who, who has a name called Miombe, which is an Ethiopian word meaning fear. So he's, he's named that because he was, they say you are, you're always a scary cat, they said. So that's why we named you this. So he finds a way to overcome fear 
and he goes into the village and he finds out the villagers are all afraid when they look up the mountain, there's this big mm. monster that shows up. So really, he wanted to find out what this monster was. So he went up and everybody said, no, 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 don't go up, don't go up. There is, there's a big monster out there. But he said, no, I got to face my fear. So he walks up the mountain. And when he get there, he got there, there was water at the bottom and there's a little frog. So from the bottom, the frog reflects as this big monster. It was just a little frog. It wasn't a monster. So in the end, he comes back down and tells the villagers, it was just a little frog and it reflects because of the water. So they were quite happy with that. So sometimes fear is really not what it is. For me, I'm afraid of heights, but it's not the heights. I'm afraid of falling. That's great. You know, uh, very well put, both of you, you know, uh, I, I I love you know uh, you know what I heard here, you know uh, uh, great responses here and you know it's really setting us up uh, for 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 being able uh, to you know um, move forward and um, you know and and not uh, not idle you know or go backwards so you know uh, so so what are some important aspects uh, that you guys have learned about being able to move forward in life and uh, and, and continue to transform because you know this transformation journey just just doesn't stop here you know um you know sometimes we want to idle um you know uh, once we get a certain spot you know uh, sometimes we want to just some people um, get reluctant and you know they want to go backwards but you know no we can't do that You know, I'm going to ask again, Marcus, people to get a journal every day and write down three things that they're grateful for. Now, I'm going to write down in my journal for today that I'm grateful that I was on the show and being able to share some wonderful things with my friends and that I've met Marcus and it's been a great journey to have met you and being able to communicate with you. So that's going to be one of the things on my list. But I'm going to challenge your audience to write down three things that they're grateful for, because I'll guarantee that's going to change their life and their perspective for things. You know, there's so many things that we have to be grateful for. In North America, we have so many wonderful, amazing things. It's unreal. And, and you know, we just have to open our eyes and see them. We really have to open our eyes and really see the beauty that's out there. You know, once I was outdoors and it was really cold, I was out with my grandson. He was four years old and it was so cold. I had to be bundled up with my toque and my scarf and everything else. And my grandson said, look, dad, look, grandpa, look. I said, what? He said, and he was looking up and it was so cold. Crystals had formed in the air. And he said, there's diamonds in the sky, grandpa. Look at the diamonds. Here I was freezing, I couldn't get warm, and he was seeing the diamonds in the sky. I want everybody to see the world through those eyes of that four-year-old, see the eyes of that way, and see the wonder and amazement that's out there. You know, when you're given lemons, don't look for lemons, look for lemonade. (laughs) Lemonade's much more palatable. You know, take those lemons and make them into lemonade any day. I love that. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. And thank you for adding me to the journal. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is a journey and we got to, we got to appreciate it. It's the steps yeah. along the way that make it important. Even the struggles we go through make us better for them. Without those struggles, we wouldn't see the beauties. You wouldn't see the beauty of the heights if you didn't have the depths of despair. 
You wouldn't see the beauty of the heights. You wouldn't see the beautiful landscapes. So you must look at things in a Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner different perspective that's great. Oh, definitely <laughs> i love that and me i'm a runner so i'm always thinking about how to get to the highest mountain <laughs> so this is um it there's a mountain in switzerland where people can anybody you don't have to be super fit to go to up the mountain so what they do they get a whole bunch of people to go up the mountain but halfway you are allowed to go and have lunch and relax and do all that. So most people get to the halfway, they have lunch. And then after you have lunch, they ask everybody, okay, now we're ready to go up to the top of the mountain. Some people say, no, I'm good here. I'm just going to stay here. I don't want to go. And then those who are driven will go up the mountain. Now during halfway through as maybe two hours later, the ones who stay behind look up the mountain and they see their friends at the top of the mountain. And then two, uh, about an hour later, the ones who are at the mountain come back down. They're all laughing and excited. They're sharing the memories that they went through. They're high-fiving each other. Meanwhile, the ones that stay there are just looking. They're just having lunch. And when they get to the bottom, the ones who went up the mountain, they're telling their, their friends, oh, you wouldn't believe the sight up there. It was so exciting. And the ones who didn't go just go off to their vehicles sad because they did not they give up they didn't want to go up the mountain so don't give up no matter what you're going through try hard go through and see what's up in the mountain and when you get up the mountain find out what's another mountain i can climb just keep going keep going don't give up and that's the story in our lives we did not give up we just kept going and there's a lot of our golden pearls that really can apply in not giving up Yeah, and Marcus, I'm just going to add, in our book, it's based on 13 stories, and each story is like a parable that tells a big meaning. And there's this beautiful dialogue between Harriet and myself, because this was written over coffee, over many, many experiences when we were chatting and talking about the pearls. And there's over 140 quotes of celebrities that have taken our journey and have learned more and helped people to experience it from another point of view. So we have... A, created a, a beautiful set of golden pearls here. And you know, one thing I would like to give all the listeners on this call is some golden pearls. You know, if they would like to, if they have a phone, they can text the word golden pearls, the word pearls with an S, to one 717 1-819-717-2515. And we will send them free of charge a golden pearl a week, 52 beautiful golden pearls wow. so that they can share in this experience as well and make their life better and make their life really that much better. So a golden pearl a week for 52 weeks to enhance their life. Again, I like to give back and I like to enhance things. And Harriet and I came about this because we thought we could make everybody's life better in just a tiny little way. Well, that's, that's truly beautiful and uh, tr- truly remarkable. You know, uh, 
yeah, you know, that, that makes me smile knowing that, you know, uh, you know, you guys are doing some, some, some incredible work here and you're really, you're really giving back and, you know, and you're really paying it forward, you know, on just taking, taking all that you guys have inherited from, you know, uh, just your own journeys and, and, and what you have picked up from just your own experience and you are really, really inspiring and empowering people to take, take control and make a choice now and, and, and have some serious instant ac- application. So that, that's very beautiful. Thank you. Thank you both. Uh, so, so, so with that said, we, we, we got a little bit in here left here. Um, I just want to know, you know, um, what, what other, what other w- bits of wisdom here from both of you? I mean, you guys share so much here. You know, if I, if I took, if I took everything you guys took today and, and then I, I deposited into a bank account, you know, I, I probably be, I had to go get another federal reserve or something to. <laughs> You'll be richer than Bill Gates. I tell yeah. you. Let me tell you a story. Is that okay to end? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You know, one of the most important things I think a person can bring with them is enthusiasm, Marcus. I think enthusiasm is one of the biggest traits people can bring with them every day. And you know, there was a carpenter by the name of Fred. He had worked for 45 years for one company and he had lost his enthusiasm. So he had decided he was going to retire. He's going to quit. So he went to his boss, the only boss he ever had said, you know, boss, I'm quitting. I just can't take this anymore. It's just not any fun anymore. The boss was taken aback. He said, Fred, you're my master carpenter. I'm going to miss you could you do just one more job for me before you leave? Well, Fred said begrudgingly, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I've loved it here. You've been good to me. I'll do anything you ask. And he said, okay, can you build me just one more house? Just one more. You're my master carpenter. You're the only person that can do this job. So Fred said, okay. But you know, his heart wasn't into it. He'd drag his butt to work every day. He'd barely get the job done. He'd show up, but he really wasn't there. He'd work two hours a day, then take coffee and just not get it done. And, you know, he did shoddy workmanship, something he had never done in his life. He did a real rotten job and he barely got the job done. It barely passed inspection in the house when it was done. But when it did, he went and gave the keys to the boss said, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. Boss said, no, 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 Fred, just wait. I'm going to gather everybody in the office here. We're going to have some champagne. We're going to have some caviar. We're going to have a great time. And, and so on. So they had a party. And then he was ready to leave and said, just wait, Fred. He said, look, everybody, this is Fred's last day. It's a very happy day for him, but a very sad day for me. I just don't like this at all. But, you know, I've got a special gift for Fred. I'm going to give him these keys to the last house he built. I want him to live in it for the rest of his life and enjoy it with all the enthusiasm that he had every day of his life. Now, can you picture if that story was different there, Marcus, how, yeah. how it would have been that this house was the best house he ever built, not the worst house. Now, yeah. that's the enthusiasm you bring every day to work. That's the enthusiasm you bring to the show. This is the enthusiasm people have to bring to their every days because you never know when that enthusiasm is going to matter. You never know when that enthusiasm is going to make the difference. So bring it with you every day. Bring it with you so that you can be have a great life and that enthusiastic life is the one that matters. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> I love that. 
Yeah, that's that's a beautiful story. Yeah, do he, he has stories like that all the time? <laughs> right? Our book is full of these beautiful stories, and and you know we've also started a second book where the yeah. second book will have more golden pearls and more beautiful stories, because we want these stories to make yeah. people's lives come alive. We want them to live inside of people. This is not a, a an end with this book. This is a beginning. This is a beginning of a new movement. It's a beginning where people can experience a better life. You know, COVID could be a very terrible thing, or it can be the rebirth of a brand new way of doing things, a new nation, a better nation than what we had before we went into it. And I think we should use this as a time for rebirth, not a time for destruction. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you for that. Well, Harriet, yeah, I, I think you about to just overflow me here. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, there's so many. I think when you've gone through what we've gone through, the biggest thing is forgiveness, forgiving people or something that happened to you. And forgiveness is one of the golden pearls that we have in our book. Forgiveness is not easy because it's not a natural thing for human beings to, to forgive. But things like hate, hate is a natural emotion. But I don't want you, your listeners to think that I'm promoting hate. Now, if you look at the definition of hate, it's, it's an intense passion or dislike for someone or something. So as humans, we use the word hate to really protect what we love. For example, you say, I hate cancer because it hurts my, firm, my family. So you're using that to protect what you love. So for me, in order for me to get through the, the forgiveness, I had to use hate as an anchor to, to, to forgive. So I used three steps and I can share them with you if you have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So step number one is you have to say the reason you hate and why. So I, I had to say, I hate my attacker because he put me in the hospital. I hate my attacker because he he stabbed me on my leg and put a scar on my leg. So that's step number one. Say the reason you hate and why. And then step number two, change the second sentence and turn it into love. I hate my attacker, but I love being healthy. I hate my attacker. I love my perfect imperfections. And then step number three, get rid of the hate and just focus on the love part. I love being healthy. I love my perfect imperfections. And now it becomes a love journal. So you've gotten rid of the hate and now you're focusing on love and it's so, and then love, you can, you can add whatever else you want. I love being healthy. I love my family. I love running. So it becomes a therapeutic journal for yourself. It's similar to a gratitude journal, but it's a love journal. So those are the three steps that helps you forgive. And it's a long process. It's not easy. That's not easy, but you know, hey, you, you, when you got some steps like that, that can just, you know, walk you through, you know, eliminating some of that, you know, that 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 passionate, you know, fiery, you know, and fury, you know, that that we so much, you know, store up inside of us. You know, I love how you just walk it down that way, and you know, until you arrive right at the complete opposite end of the spectrum and that is where we all should be and what we all are and that's love so powerful and so eloquently you know put you know very brilliant brilliant you know thank you so much thank you both so much you guys are just beautiful together you know um you know um a perfect quilt <laughs> so, uh, you know because it's we we together so my metaphors ain't as powerful you guys <laughs> but yeah but good but thank you um then the least uh so do 
tell us where we can find uh, the book, uh, any websites, uh, anything else. You know, I, I know you just told us where we can get our weekly pearls. Um, but, you know, if I know, I'm quite sure there's a, another website. And I'll let Harriet go first and she can tell us some of it and then I'll finish off. Oh, you bet. So now, right now, what your audience can do, they can go onto this link, www.fantasticlifebook.com. So that's www.fantasticlifebook.com. Now, with that book, if you buy it from that site, there's two things that happen. We give you free shipping for the book, but also we're giving 20% of the profits of this book to end domestic violence. We are giving it to women's shelters that are helping women during this time of, of strife. And, the, you know, domestic violence has actually gone up since COVID has started. So we're very mortified by that. And we'd like to end that. So 20% of the profits of each book will go to helping that cause. Now, secondly, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can get in touch with me at Dr. Allen, A-L-L-E-N. The word doctor is D-R, D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Lyka. L-Y-C-K-A dot com. Please check me out there because there's a lot of good things there. More information, more videos, more wonderful things that you'll have a fantastic day as a result. And Harriet, how can they get in touch with you? Oh, yes. It's uh, my website is www.empoweredme.ca. So that's empoweredme, one word, empoweredme.ca. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic uh, for both of you. Now, thank you so much. Um, so, you know, I want you guys to both hold the line here, you know, while I just briefly close the show and just hang on just briefly here. Uh, and then we'll uh, we chill out for uh, So uh, all of you guys that just joined us here, um, I thank you guys once again uh, for tuning in here on this wonderful program. And those who have just joined us, uh, that are either watching or those who are listening, you have some duty. You got some homework to do right now. Uh, so I want you, first of all, to rewind this wonderful episode recording, hear it back a couple of times, let it saturate through the mind. And then after that, I want you to share with a family member, friend, or someone you may think is an enemy, but no, they're not an enemy. I want you to right now, just remember we are commanded to love one another. So do your due diligence by sharing, you know, um, this wonderful episode with all of those and above. And then after that, just tell them to buy the book. But first you do it and you buy it, you read it. And then you're going to say, well, what is that book about? You're going to say, no, I can't share it with you. You got to buy your own. But so, but you can be nice and buy, buy one for them, of course. But, you know, buy the book, read the book, share the episode. That's your homework. Uh, this has been another web, wonderful episode recording here. Don't forget to leave comments in the comment section. It will be in the bottom here or to the right. All of the links that you have heard will be in the episode description, which you'll be find right below me or to the right. And of course, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the show, leave a review. All those and much, much more uh, mostly appreciated. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. This is a Transform You Live show where we make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power, optimism, hope, and faith. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.